as I mentioned in my my graphic today, you know that that whole concept of metabolic positioning. I remember back when I just got started as a gym owner at 27, 28 years old. In between clients, I would sit in my office and I would read my old biochem and physiology textbooks from from college because you know now it really mattered. Now I was meeting with clients who needed nutrition help and. They had questions that I wanted to make sure I could answer you know, more properly. So it, it just, I started picking through these chapters one at a time. And if you look at any college biochemistry textbook, they all kind of flow the same way. You know, it starts out with, you know, here's, here's what energy balance is. And then we'll get into fat loss and then protein, carbs, and fat. And it just goes through, you know, probably the same flow that you guys have all learned components of nutrition from, from us or from other people. But it, it dawned on me because at the time I was really cutting my teeth in nutrition consulting. Uh, we were kind of in between periods. You had the Atkins diet that had resurged and was kind of fading out. And the zone diet was very, very popular. So that's what I was reading. And I thought, okay, this makes a lot more sense. You know, we do need carbohydrates and here's the interplay between carbs and fat. So I, I went back to a lot of these textbooks and started taking notes and making graphs. And I, I was always, you know, compiling different things that would help my clients. And, and it really became crystal clear to me that there's a sequential pattern. So if somebody is starting out at a calorie neutral or weight loss neutral perspective, you know, you're not gaining or losing, then you can assume there's a certain amount of glycogen storage. So what's really funny is some of my original articles I was writing back then in, in some of the magazines, people just kind of use some of those same phrases and stats and so forth. And, and they've been kind of updated since then, but people are still using those things I talked about 20 or 25 years ago, uh, such as the, the liver contains about 100 grams of stored carbohydrate or glycogen, muscle tissue, four to 600 grams. And, and you can think of that as, as three or four days worth of energy. So as soon as I start a calorie deficit, you know, it's, it's day one of my diet, I'm rolling along, um, you know, nothing especially amazing is going to happen that day. I'm just going to go through my day, probably going to feel some little waves of hunger here and there just because I'm used to eating certain amounts at certain times and now I'm in a deficit. But in between meals, if you're eating a certain amount of food that, that does give you a calorie surplus for that moment in time, your body's going to use that energy first. So any carbohydrate in that particular meal is going to start hitting the bloodstream first as glucose and cells are going to use that. You have up to a hundred trillion cells in your body. They all prefer glucose as energy. So you start using that. But since you're watching what you're doing, you're probably not having so much carbohydrate or so many calories at that meal to, to be in a, you know, daily surplus, then very quickly you run out and now you're in an energy deficit between meals. So that's when you start clearing what's in the bloodstream, you'll lose blood lipids, you'll use glycogen. Uh, this is why if anybody's ever tracked this for themselves, if you were to get a blood chemistry profile right now, and then for a month, go on a really good, solid, consistent diet, you're going to see some amazing things happen in that time simply because your body has to use what's in your bloodstream first. So I have seen clients, the record so far still stands from many years ago, 
a client had a 900 triglyceride level when we started. And in 30 days, it was down to 90. So that was just his body working through all of those byproducts in his bloodstream first. So, so think of that as the in-between meal source of energy that we're going to use, as well as stored carbohydrate. So now you start tapping into what's in your, in your liver, what's in your muscle tissue, and you're still eating several meals a day. You're eating four five, six meals a day. So at those meals, you know, you get those nice little surges in blood sugar and you use that. Then in between meals, you're using those, those reserve energy stores in your body. Well, even though everything works on a phasing type continuum, it's never just a switch. It's not like, okay, you're done with this. So that switch goes off and now this one goes on. It's percentages all the time. Within three to four days, when you get to the end of those glycogen reserves in your muscle tissue and your liver, you have a substantial increase of energy that you now start converting from body fat. So body fat cells have to start liberating triglycerides and fatty acids from inside the cell. Those go into the bloodstream. Very few cells in your body can use that fat directly as energy. So your, your liver converts it to carbohydrate, to glucose. So now your blood sugar is being supported and supplemented by your liver converting what was stored body fat. So once you get to that point, it's, it's, it's really quite amazing physiologically and how you feel because that's when hunger starts going down. You see hormones like uh, ghrelin start to change. And, and of course, insulin is starting to, to you know, flow down. You're, not, you're, you're, you're starting to become resensitized to insulin. So, so a, a smaller amount goes a longer way to dispose of glucose, to actually use energy. So around that time, you will start losing and using body fat as a much higher percent of your, your energy and, and you're on cruise control. Now, here's where most people make this way harder on themselves. Let's say I go through that process and I'm day four, day five into my nutrition plan, which I recently did not on purpose because of COVID. I, I, well, I, I did intentionally bring my calories down, but I just wasn't hungry. I was in bed a lot. But anyway, so let's say let's, using me as an example, you know, I kind of hit that threshold that I knew, okay, I'm in this perfect position to start losing body fat because all those intermediate substrates have now been exhausted. They're, they're gone. But what if I decided, hey, I'm feeling better now. Let's go out and celebrate and I'm going to knock down six slices of pizza or something else. Now I, I bring in so much carbohydrate all at one time that I can refill my liver and muscle tissue of glycogen. And now I am starting over. And, and there's a couple of stories I, I've told for probably most of my career. I should probably update these, but they're, they're still the best stories ever. I, I had a client who came to me. It has to be at least 20 years ago. I had helped her young sons as athletes. I, you know, I helped them in their athletic careers, uh, division one, you know, college athletes. Uh, they also did some bodybuilding contests. Then her husband got involved and he got in the best shape of his life. And so she finally called me and said, man, I'm kind of the black sheep of the family. I know you can't help me, but I kind of wish there was a way you could help me. She said, 29 years ago, after the birth of my last son, I had, you know, hysterectomy, my hormones were, were wacky. 
and I started gaining weight and I've, I've gained 55 pounds. I have been on a diet nonstop for the last 25 years and I just can't lose weight. It's just my body. It's just me. I can't do it. And six months after that phone call, she had lost 55 pounds and kept it off. So what could I do in six months that she couldn't do in 29 years? It was just simply this principle. It was once you get there, stay there, because if you don't, you constantly through 90% or so of your dieting effort are just always cycling back through those intermediate energy substrates. You keep having to relose that stored glycogen because every time you get to the payload, every time you get to the point where you're about ready to lose body fat, you dive back into a huge cheat meal or a bad weekend or a binge. And, and now you're back to square one. So that's, that has to be still the cornerstone of my consulting and education with new clients to get them to understand if you can get to that point and stay there, you will lose weight as evidenced by research up to 50% 50, 50 faster, you know, even eating the same amount of calories.